Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of Exodus. Now, last time we read Exodus chapter 17. Now, in chapter 17, God brought forth water from a rock for the children of Israel and also defeated Amalek and his people. Um, Joshua took the men of like, I guess, the men of battle or the soldiers out, and they defeated Amalek because God was with them. And uh, Moses, as long as he had his hands raised high, the Israelites won. And if he lowered his hands, they would lose. So they helped him keep his hands raised. Okay. So I'm going to read the last, uh, the last verse, mm, the last two verses. And Moses built an altar and named it, The Lord is my banner, saying, The Lord has sworn an oath. The Lord will have war against the people of Amalek from generation to generation. Now we are ready to read Exodus chapter 18. And remember, I am reading from the Amplified Bible. Now Jethro, and they, they put in parentheses rule, R-E-U-E-L, which I'm going to have trouble saying other than to say Reul or Raul. Um, so I'm going to stick with Jethro, okay? Anyway, Jethro is Moses' father-in-law. Now Jethro, the priest of Midian, Moses' father-in-law, heard of all that God had done for Moses and for Israel, his people, and that the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt. Then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took Moses' wife, Zipporah, after he had sent her away from Egypt, along with her two sons, of whom one was named Gershom, and uh, in parentheses they have stranger, for Moses said, I have been a stranger in a foreign land. The other son was named Eliezer. My God is help, for Moses said, the God of my father was my help, and he rescued me from the sword of Pharaoh. Now, if I am pronouncing this son's name incorrectly, it's the best I could find. Uh, from what I could find quickly, it seemed like Eliezer was the correct pronunciation. There was another pr pronunciation that was Eliezer. I'm not sure that it matters that much, but I think Eliezer is probably correct. Then Jethro, his father-in-law, came with Moses' sons and his wife to join Moses in the wilderness where he was camped at the mountain of God, that is, Mount Sinai in Horeb. He sent a message to Moses, I, your father-in-law Jethro, am coming to you with your wife and her two sons, who are with her. So Moses went out to meet his father-in-law, and he bowed down in respect and kissed him. They asked each other about their well-being and went into the tent. So, you know, it's kind of funny. They, they go to the trouble of mentioning, well, you know, we had a little small talk just to say, hey, you know, how you doing? And then we went in the tent. I just I think that's interesting that they had just little pleasant exchanges and then went in. And I think it's interesting that it was mentioned. I think I think we should probably try to make sure, you know, I can be a down to business person and sometimes I can forget these little niceties and. I think it's good that we, we do these things, especially with our family and friends, and we don't want to, you know, we don't want to come off like we're not interested in them or we don't care about them. Moses told his father-in-law about all the Lord had done to Pharaoh and the Egyptians for Israel's sake, and about all the hardship that had happened during the journey and how the Lord had rescued them. 
Jethro rejoiced over all the good things the Lord had done to Israel, in that he had rescued them from the hand of the Egyptians. Jethro said, Blessed be the Lord, who has rescued you from the hand of the Egyptians and from the hand of Pharaoh, and who has rescued the people from under the hand of the Egyptians. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all gods. Indeed, it was proven when they acted insolently toward Israel, and the Lord showed himself infinitely superior to all their gods. Now, think about all the times that God proved he was in control to Pharaoh. Think about all the the plagues or curses that he put on them to show them that he was the Lord. None of their gods, they had a whole pantheon of gods the Egyptians did, um, none of their gods came to their defense. Their magicians could not do anything. They did not, nothing was reversed, nothing was undone until Moses and Aaron spoke to the Lord and then the Lord would withdraw it. And that was each time. So the Lord proved himself every time. Then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took a burnt offering and other sacrifices to offer to God. And Aaron came with all the elders of Israel to eat a meal with Moses' father-in-law before God. Now the next day, Moses sat to judge the disputes the people had with one another. And the people stood around Moses from dawn to dusk. When Moses' father-in-law saw everything that he was doing for the people, he said, What is this you are doing for the people? Why are you sitting alone as a judge with all the people standing around you from dawn to dusk? Moses said to his father-in-law, Because the people come to me to ask about the will of God. When they have a dispute, they come to me, and I judge between a man and his neighbor, and I make known the statutes of God and his laws. So Moses is doing a good thing, and he's trying to do this for all his people, and he's trying to stand there and be that judge for them to help them get through these conflicts with one another. And he's letting them know the statutes of God and his laws. So he is standing there as a judge, not as a judge to be condemning, but to help them get through these minor conflicts that come up and these, um, you know how you have, when you have a large group of people, you're going to have some conflicts. You're going to have some disputes and he's settling those and, and he's doing a good thing. And in his mind, I'm sure that's what he's thinking. I'm doing this good thing to help people because they come to me with these things. Moses father-in-law said to him, the thing that you are doing is not good. You will certainly wear out both yourself and these people who are with you because the task is too heavy for you to bear. You cannot do it alone. Now listen to me. I will advise you, and may God be with you to confirm my advice. You shall represent the people before God. You shall bring their disputes and causes to him. You shall teach them the decrees and laws. You shall show them the way they are to live and the work they are to do. Furthermore, you shall select from all the people competent men who reverently fear God, men of truth, those who hate dishonest gain, 
You shall place these over the people as leaders of thousands, of hundreds, of fifties, and of tens. They shall judge the people at all times. Have them bring every major dispute to you, but let them judge every minor dispute themselves. So it will be easier for you, and they will bear the burden with you. If you will do this thing, and God so commands you, then you will be able to endure the responsibility. And all these people will also go back to their tents in peace. So here Jethro going to be honest and, and just tell you that I believe this is God counseling Moses through Jethro. Now, why is he using Jethro? Perhaps, you know, perhaps Moses was too caught up in doing this and doing what he thought was his responsibility. And he maybe he needed that outside voice to kind of get his attention, to kind of break that train of thought. Like, well, I need to do this. I'm the only one. I've got to do this. You know, maybe he's thinking like that. Now, and I'm, I am su- supposing, I am making a supposition here. But nonetheless, it's easy to get caught up in what we think is our responsibility. And sometimes we take all that on us and we try to shoulder it all and we try to bear it all. But here, through Jethro, God is giving Moses a better way to deal with this. Share that burden out. Don't, don't try to do it all yourself. It's, it can be too much. Some burdens can just be too much for, for one person to do and to deal with, especially for a large number of people. So he needed to be able to share this burden now. And here, I believe God through Jethro is telling Moses how to share this out and how to make it less of a burden, but still be able to accomplish the same thing and help the people resolve their disputes. And, and basically to keep peace. You notice there he says, and all these people will also go back to their tents in peace. Once the, once the dispute is resolved, they can go back in peace. So Moses listened to his father-in-law and did everything that he had said. Moses chose able men from all Israel and made them heads over the people, leaders of thousands, of hundreds, of fifties, and of tens. From the highest to the lowest judicial levels, and they judged the people at all times. They would bring the difficult cases to Moses, but every minor dispute they judged and decided themselves. Then Moses said goodbye to his father-in-law, and Jethro went back to his own land, Midian. So that is the end of chapter 18. I think, again, that this this is a good example for us when we're trying to take on too much when we're trying to take on too much responsibility when we're you know overloading ourselves and sometimes we have a tendency to do that because we want to you know we want to be responsible we want to take care of what we feel is our responsibility and do what we should do and i understand that and sometimes we really want to do a good work and a good job And in this case, he was doing this for everyone, for others. And so we take that on. But sometimes we have to realize when we're taking on too much, when we're overloading ourselves, and we need to be able to share that burden out with other people who are willing, willing and able to help. Sometimes we don't need to do it all ourselves. And God gives us these other 
wonderful people to help us. They are also interested people. Like if we look at just the church, the congregation, God's people, there are people who want to help, who want to be a part of the work, and they are willing to help. Just give them a chance. You don't, you don't have to do everything yourself. So I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.